Greetings and salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the show. Today, we are covering Tomb Raider Inferno. It is the fourth co volume collection of the Dark Horse Comics Tomb Raider series. This is the lead-up to Shadow of the Tomb Raider storyline. This is a really fun collection, and it was one that I had found when I went shopping on my uh, free comic book day this past uh, Saturday. And I also wanted to share with you guys some news coming out of Paramount Pictures, uh, which is looking like they're going to be uh, creating a series of films based off of the Atlas comic books. So let's dive right in first off to the news, which is that Paramount Pictures just uh, announced, this was uh, just published on the 17th, which is uh, this morning at 7 a.m. And this is coming out of this report. It comes out of Geek Tyrant, and I will make sure to share this article with you guys on my Instagram page as well as the link. I'll try and supply the link if I can. And if you don't know what Atlas Comics are, they basically were the proto, the, they were the prototype to what Marvel Comics became. Atlas Comics was the publisher prior to Marvel. And when the transition began back in the uh, 50s into the 60s, a lot of these characters didn't really, uh, didn't really transfer over. On top of that, um, we do have a name for the producer who's kind of uh, spearheading this project, and uh, that is Stephen Paul. You would know him from the Ghost Rider film franchises. Not the best films, mind you, but a step in the right direction. They had some interesting moments. Second film was a bit wonky, but the special effects for the Ghost Rider, I thought, were impeccable. So, real quick, and excuse me there, because uh, my... My throat's a little sore. I've been at work all day. Um, so the, the rights, the Atlas properties, uh, were picked up by the producer himself, and he pitched the concept of the films and the properties to Paramount Pictures, and they are going to begin to adapt them to films, into a franchise. So this is a really exciting news. Really nice to know that we're going to start getting some other comic books brought to the big screen. We've had some indie comics kind of reinterpreted for cinema but it's really nice to see another series of films i was hoping we'd see some of the um uh, valiant comics and miller world uh, is under you know miller, the miller comics are under netflix but we really haven't seen much of them yet either we got umbrella academy which was a great start as well love that show um so this is another step in the right direction though for cinema comic book movies with that out of the way, guys, let's jump into the comic book of the day, which is Tomb Raider Inferno. This is a four-issue series. It is now in a volume. It is volume four of the Tomb Raider series. And I stumbled across it when I was shopping comics, when I was looking for Under the Moon, a Catwoman tale, and I came across it at my comic book store. And luckily enough, they had the collection of all the singles. So I got issues one, two, and three of the first publication of this. And first thing I want to say is the covers are gorgeous. The covers for these comics are incredible. Number one is great, amazing, vibrant colors. Really gives you the energy and the kind of tease as to how just 
how chaotic this this series is, but also just how vibrant it is when it comes to character and lore. Tomb Raider, the, the second issue, color-wise, is a little bit, you know, out of the ordinary. We've got a nice orange-colored background with some purple foliage with Laura in her classic blue shirt, brown pants, with, of course, her ice pick in hand as she's climbing. Uh, Tomb Raider 3 is, uh, I think, my one of my favorites out of it. It is uh, Laura in the dream sequence as she's entering dream sequence, uh, which we'll get into in just a little bit. And then my f- number one favorite is, of course, issue number four, which is Laura in her winter gear with dueling pick, uh, ice picks in a great frozen tundra setting with some nice red uh, lighting in the background. Really gives her a nice edge, a nice mean edge to her. Um, Excuse me. This is a fun series, though. Um, Again, I picked this up. I haven't read volumes one through three, so kind of went in blind. And I must say, it's a lot of fun. It's not the best... um, kind of Tomb Raider comic I've read. I've read some in the past that I've enjoyed a little bit more. But I want to say this. The, ca- the character design is very good. They definitely try to go for a a kind of blend between the Vikander and um, uh, and 90s Tomb Raider. You know, she's got a very, a very distinct jawline, very narrow cheeks. Um, the lips are a lot more voluptuous in design. But... But for the most part, it's a really unique story. You know, this is uh, talking about the fact that this t- takes on Laura Croft where she's aware of this, you know, organization that's out to get her and she's trying to investigate and she comes upon a dig site th- where the supposed Garden of Eden has been hidden for centuries. And we get a anti-Laura Croft in this as well in the form of Nadia, I believe is how her name is pronounced. And it's an interesting it's an interesting take on the character, you know. There's there's some one thing I do like about this volume is it takes a page from Indiana Jones and really inserts the supernatural element in which we have these weird dream sequences, there's a power and uh, almost a natural creative force that comes from this tree of life and the garden of eden and and laura has to basically piece her mind back together and find a way to not only to separate her faith and her logic and find a way to overcome the obstacles that are in front of her when it comes to the beliefs of her of the antagonist as well as her own beliefs and how she fights for what she believes in and how she's able to move forward and it's a really it's a really nice you know kind of one and done sequence of story uh it hits those very standard adventure archaeological beats that you would expect out of a tomb raider book or indiana jones book or you know story for that matter and it was a lot of fun again not my favorite but it's really enjoyable i will say this if you're a collector or if you're a cover a cover artist fan like I am, these uh, issues number one and four are great. Very lots of color, really fun covers. Issue two is, eh, it's all right. 
But issue issue three is great as well. Very classic uh, profile of Laura Croft of Tomb Raider. But issues one and four are gorgeous. Lots of color, lots of edge to the character. Really kind of explores a different side to, to Laura than what I've seen in other media. And is these two covers are what drew me to this collection, issues one and four. Those were the covers that really drew me in because of the vibrance and the the self-expression of who Laura is. And the, both of these covers have a real nice identity to them when it comes to representing Tomb Raider and representing Laura as a character. So I was really appreciative of that. Let's give a quick credit to our artists and writers. So we have uh, Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, Philip Zevi, and Michael Atier. Thank you all for your hard work in creating this amazing comic, and thank you to the publisher and the editors who helped bring this story together. It's really fun. A lot of action. It's got a little bit of intensity to uh, tense uh, tension. Excuse me. Uh, but but the art is really nice. Character designs I think could have done um, had given a little bit more time to kind of just fine tune. But if, but for the most part, this is a fun archaeological. If you if you're an Indiana Jones fan like me, pick up Tomb Raider Inferno. I don't think you need to have read the other volumes to understand what's going on. You might get a few other extra nuggets along the way, but for the most part, this is a fun volume to read if you're a, a Tomb Raider fan. So thank you guys. It is Friday, so I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening. And we have some huge news around the corner. Um, I'm going to be posting a brief audio message to you guys over the weekend, announcing what's coming next week. Um, we actually had someone reach out to us and wants to uh, feature their publications for the show. And I gladly said yes, and I cannot wait to share these comics with you guys. I'm going to be reading them over the weekend. So until then, have, an, have a great weekend, everyone. Keep an Elseworlds state of mind. Keep an open mind. And if you're interested in a fun, vibrant, archaeological, high-stakes, supernatural adventure, go find Tomb Raider Inferno. It's volume four of the Tomb Raider series by Dark Horse Comics. You'll get it for probably right around $14 to $15. It's great. It's fun. Got lots of color, and it's got some really cool nods to the history and to lore of the Earth and uh, Faith, and it's, uh, it's just fun. It's a fun comic. So thank you again, guys. Have a great weekend.